if you want to make sure that you're you're targeting the best keywords possible and bidding at the correct time, you can set up bidding rules very similar to how you can set up bidding rules in Amazon, Facebook, all the other ad platforms to either lower or raise the bid based on a specific metric that you're looking for. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the Ad Project podcast. As always, I'm your host, Joe from Ad Advance, and today I am joined by Josh Helmer from our team. So Josh, it's awesome to have you on the podcast. I'm happy to be here, Joe. Yeah, so today I'm really excited um, to talk about Amazon attribution, and Josh has been really working on that. So we wanted to get his take on that and kind of walk through what Amazon attribution looks like, some of the key benefits, and then how you implement it. So Josh, for anybody who's not familiar with you, kind of give us a, a quick background and how you ended up joining that advance. Yeah, I've uh, been an uh, account executive here for about three months now. Came back from an agency that I was doing remote work for for the past year out in California and ended up taking a, a leave from there, took a month off and had been talking to that advance team for a while prior to me leaving that previous job and it ended up working out and yeah i've been here ever since it's been a really good fit but really been really happy to be working with the team have a fair bit of experience in the other channels that we're utilizing now with amazon attribution which has been a really good fit as well yeah yeah and it's been awesome to have josh on the team working out of our duluth office too so just add into the crew so Josh, for those who aren't familiar with Amazon attribution, kind of walk us through what is attribution overall? Yeah. So specifically with Amazon attribution, we saw, I believe it was either last year or the year before Amazon had a 13% market share between Google and Facebook. They were, they're becoming a, a top player and with attribution were essentially taking traffic from other platforms and other platforms, meaning Facebook, Google, Pinterest, other advertising channels and directing traffic to Amazon listings. And then from there, Amazon has a really cool program that I'm sure we'll get into the brand referral program where they're getting a percentage kickback based on the, the conversions that they're seeing from those other channels. Yeah. Yeah. So overall, I mean, there's a lot of other advertising channels that were out there. And before Amazon attribution came along, one of the key issues that we had is really tracking performance. So you could send them, you would know you would get a click, say through like a Google ad going to Amazon, but you would never know if it like truly converted into a sale or not. And so what's cool with Amazon attribution is you can track that click all the way through the sale. And so you can get actual return statistics where before you couldn't to determine like your advertising return that you're getting from these different channels. And another cool piece that Josh just hit on is that there's a lot of searches that start outside of Amazon for different products. And there's a ton of advertising dollars that are spent outside of Amazon. Amazon's obviously becoming a bigger and bigger player in the space, but there's so much more that we can be doing with different channels to really drive traffic back to our product detail pages and our listings. And so Amazon attribution is one way that we can use to track that. So Josh, like in terms of attribution, like what's some of the stats that you can see um, for that? And then how do you tie that all together? Yeah, so specifically in Amazon attribution, you the, the columns and the metrics that you see within that platform 
aren't as granular as you'll see in the Amazon Ad Council or Google Ad Council. But you are going to see standard standard metrics that would be very applicable to you, like product detail, page views, click-throughs, sales, purchases, and then you can just do the math on what what that return on ad spend looks like, what the ACoS is looking like as well. Sure. And so for people who are looking in, like to try to find Amazon attribution, like wh- where do you go? Where do you find it in the, the console itself? Yeah, so I believe it's on the left side when you click... It's like the fourth item down and you can then click into Amazon attribution and it gives you a very similar dashboard to what you would see in, in your ad console. And you can, yeah, I, I don't know which side it's on the left side somewhere on like, sure. the fourth it, yep. one down. It's in, it's in the ad console itself. Yeah. So kind of at the bottom on the left hand of the nav bar where you can navigate down to it. And so, you know, one of the the key things is like when we're looking at this, you can implement different channels that are coming into it. And Josh, with your previous role too, you worked on a lot of these different advertising channels outside of Amazon. So maybe walk us through a couple of the different options. Give us, give us a quick overview on like Google, Facebook, like Pinterest, TikTok, and just in general, where you see these channels kind of working best for different types of products. Yeah. The so there's there's two really good references that I've really looked up to. I, I see them all the time on LinkedIn and uh, YouTube. His name is Adam Heist and Sumner Hobart. They do a lot of awesome Amazon attribution with Pinterest and Google. But the the channels that I've that I've really looked at for this specifically is is Google. We haven't really delved much into Facebook, but with what Joe was alluding to with how Amazon is becoming a much bigger piece of the puzzle in the advertising space. A lot of Amazon sellers over the the time that it's been available are so focused on ROAS or so focused on ACOS numbers. Whereas when we can use these other channels like Google to Amazon or Facebook to Amazon, we're seeing people at a higher higher stage of the funnel and we're able to build that brand a little bit more. And if you think about it in, in, a, in a whole funnel sense, the the amount of traffic. So, for for instance, the one of the clients that we're using Amazon attribution for with Google to Amazon traffic, we're generating a lot of impressions on his brand. We're also generating a lot of clicks to his product detail page view. And while the ROAS isn't necessarily there for the the Google advertising side, we're we're also utilizing DSP for this specific client, and we're funneling that bottom funnel retargeting tactic that we're seeing incredible results. So while while these other channels may not be the biggest driver, a lot of times people aren't going to convert on the on the first click. We see that in Amazon. It's not a hundred percent conversion rate. A lot of people need that that push through through the funnel. They need to be nurtured through that through that funnel. And that's, that's a really great way to do it through these other channels. Yeah. So this is a great way overall to expand people to get familiar with your brand. So we always get a question like, okay, we want to run DSP, but we currently don't have enough sessions to say, implement like some of the lower funnel strategies. 
Well, that's where you really need to build out some of these upper funnel strategies to get people more familiar with your brand. We can do that through upper funnel strategies that we have within DSP, but we can also do that through other channels outside of Amazon, like Google or like Facebook, and start getting people introduced to your brand. And then at that point, now we can use lower funnel strategies to convert them into sales, especially if you have products or a brand that needs a few more touch points before you convert into that sale. You know, like Josh is saying, and say like, take Facebook for instance. So if we have an ad on Facebook, you're hitting people where, you know, they're coming for like a more social time. They're not in buying state of mood or state of mind. And when they click over, they're not going to convert as high. And so that initial ROAS may not be there. But then when you take the holistic picture into account and the lower funnel strategies, now advertising return can look a lot better. Remember, for upper funnel strategies, ROAS is not going to be our key KPI. It's going to be these other pieces like detail page views. And then over time, we could hopefully see branded search start to go up. And then all these pieces now feed into our lower funnel strategies where we can kindly finally convert them into a sale. So it's a, it's a really exciting piece because it just gives us another tool that we have to really build out that audience that gets more familiar with our brand to then convert in the lower funnel stages. Yeah. And there's, I mean, there's many ways to do Amazon attribution. It's like for specifically for product launches, Adam Heiss was doing a, another another podcast the other day that I saw on LinkedIn. He was saying how a lot of people can utilize Amazon attribution for a product launch. To, he said, put all your chips in. So you're, you're, you're driving as much traffic as possible from multiple different channels. And as far as setting up Amazon attribution on Amazon side, it's really not that difficult. All you're doing is setting up the campaign structure or the order structure for what they call it in their in their in the application and you it's you put the display link of where you want traffic to go and amazon then spits out a utm parameter on the end and that's the tag that you implement for the final destination url yeah so just kind of break that down a little bit more so yeah. Josh, we've got a final destination that we want to direct people to when they go to this link. So walk us through like for Google. So Google, you're going to have an advertisement and then you're going to have to pick a hyperlink that you send them to once they click the Google ad. And so walk us through, cause there's, there's a couple different links in there, a couple different destinations that we need to, to factor in. And one is the attribution link. And the other one is say like a product detail page. So kind of walk through that a bit more. You set up the Google ad and then from Amazon attribution, what are the pieces that you get? So this is a really important step to, to take into consideration is the, the, the naming conventions and the structures that you use within within Amazon's attribution platform, because it can get really messy really quick. So with what Joe's talking about specifically for Google, if you have a product or a, a storefront that you want to drive traffic to, you would label the order or the campaign level for Google. And then the next level or the ad group, you would put in the final destination URL. So let's say you're selling socks and that's the product detail page view that you want to send traffic to. You would take, you would go to your product listing. You would copy the URL in the top link of, of your browser, and you would paste that into Amazon attributions setup. So once you create your, your order and then your ad group, you would, you'd paste in the URL. And then once you click submit, it brings you to a secondary page where it shows you exactly what you just created. 
and then it gives you the the final link that you would then bring into Google where it shows the final destination URL, but there's also a display link. There are two different links. The display link could be amazon.com forward slash best dash seller forward slash socks. But the display, the, the final destination URL would be the one that you're taking from Amazon attributions platform. Sure. And so Amazon attribution is essentially kind of like a redirect link and I'm way oversimplifying it, but when they click the ad, it's going to send them to a, a certain hyperlink and then that's going to allow Amazon to now track like, okay, you came from this destination or you, you went to this link. So you want to track all these stats together. (laughs) And then after that, then it's going to redirect you like instantaneously to where we want to eventually send them, whether it's our storefront or our product detail page itself. Is, Is that an okay overview? Yeah, that, I would say that's spot on of, of what it is. Sure, sure. And so really the big thing that Josh is talking about is we really want to watch how we're segmenting these links to make sure that, you know, for the certain ads that we're setting up, we're just aggregating the data that we want to see and can use in a meaningful way. And so walk us through, like, take Google as an example. So let's take some example products and what are the type of campaigns that you're currently setting up on Google? And then how do you segment that within Amazon attribution to be able to determine how those ads are doing? So as as far as segmenting a, a product, let's say we have three categories. We have phones, laptops, and tablets. If that's the way that we're, we're, we're setting them up, we would want to set up in in Google specifically, we're setting up search campaigns with phrase and exact match. You can choose which ones you want to do. We're setting up phrase and exact just so we have a, a wider range of keywords that we're putting in into the search console. So with that, you, you, would, you would have three segments or three products that you're targeting. And within Amazon attribution, you would have one campaign. So Google as the campaign name. And then in the ad group level, you would have phones, exact match, phones, phrase match, tablet, and so on. And that, that's the way that we would, we would want to set that up. And then if you want to get really make sure that you're, you're targeting the best keywords as possible and bidding at the correct time, you can set up bidding rules very similar to how you can set up bidding rules in Amazon, Facebook, all the other ad platforms to either lower or raise the bid based on a specific metric that you're looking for. For this instance, we would want to look for a click-through rate and the objective that we would also want to shoot for, especially if we're running DSP, is maximizing clicks so we can get the the most amount of traffic to those product detail page views. Sure. Yeah. And and so... One other key piece that, that Josh is kind of hitting on too is just making the the structure is so important with this because overall we're having to tie together two different data sets too. Because on the Google side, it's going to be where a lot of the, the spend information is. And then Amazon attribution is going to have a lot of the, the final information, whether it turns into sales or product detail page views and different things like that. On the Google side, we'll get clicks, but we won't get all the way to the conversion event. And so just making sure we've got it segmented really well helps us tie together that information and really determine what type of a return are we seeing, what, what keywords are really performing on the Google side that we should start investing more budget in. So it does take a bit more on the reporting side. We're currently working 
on our tech side to start getting these other channels tied in so then we can easily tie together this data into Amazon attribution. So yeah, it's a lot of exciting stuff there, but you can really see with the structure, like to really get a clear picture, you've got to segment this stuff really well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And so you mentioned the brand benefit. So maybe walk in to walk, walk us through that a little bit more. Cause this is really exciting for our sellers. Yeah, this is, this is probably what I I get so jazzed about is is the brand building aspect of it because you know, a lot of a lot of Amazon sellers are are starting to get purchased by aggregators and if if you're able to build build that brand that's that has so much recognition it becomes so much easier to sell your product so if if you're becoming a, a wider spread brand on other channels and people are noticing multiple touch points for your brand on different channels and your messaging stays the same consistently that creates such an amazing brand experience throughout the entire process and with amazon being the one of the best places that you can possibly purchase something that's that's what they're built on they're making sure that their the experience of their users is the best possible you're only going to grow your brand as time goes on and that the amount of traffic also that you're building on those other brands is going to be instrumental because you, you see channels like Facebook and Google, Google just announced, I believe about two weeks ago that they're essentially phasing out cookies come 2023, the, the data is to be determined. Same thing with Facebook with iOS 14 last April, it, it's been an ad nightmare if you, if you may say so being able to build your brand is potentially one of the biggest things that you can be doing right now just because it, if you have less visibility across all of these other channels and you're the the thing that you can't necessarily track the most is the the name of your brand like what that what the value of your brand actually is based on how people are talking about it so if you're able to create that experience throughout it's only going to benefit you moving forward yeah, for sure. And Amazon's giving us a lot of uh, like cooler metrics too that we can potentially tie in for like the brand metrics. Um, we can start seeing a lot more stats on branded search. We're currently getting that incorporated in our system too, just because we are such big believers in brand building overall and implementing these upper funnel strategies um, to really drive that brand across multiple channels and not just focusing strictly on Amazon. Um, and then using Amazon more as that conversion platform into sale, but driving a lot of other people to Amazon to convert, which is great. Um, and some other benefits that Amazon has too is they've got their, they actually give you a little kickback now. If you send people from off channel onto Amazon, I believe it's, it's averages out to 10%. It varies by category. Yeah. And so this is really cool too. I mean, it works in Amazon's favor because essentially we're running ads to drive sales back to Amazon <laughs> too, but this is a great way, especially if you're already using outside channels, if you're not using Amazon attribution, you're not getting the benefit of that. So just by implementing these links, whether it's through different landing pages or you're promoting them on social or through other paid ads, Amazon attribution can be used for any of those sources. And then you can get this 10% kickback for anybody that you're driving offsite onto Amazon to purchase. So, so that's a really a big piece, which is pretty cool. I guess anything to add on that? Yeah. And it's, it's fairly simple to set up. Like set up. Like I said, Adam Heist has a, a really awesome YouTube video. It take it's about 45 minutes long, shows you exactly what you would need to do on Google on how to set it up. And like, like Joe said, it's 
essentially free marketing that you're getting kicked back from Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's Amazon attribution as a whole. I mean, there, there's a lot of cool things that you can implement overall. And, you know, don't just think, like we just said, don't just think that it's just digital ads too. It can be from any offsite source going through attribution itself. You get to track it so you get more stats and see how, you know, you could, different channels are performing, whether it's mailing list, landing page, just general social posts or your digital ads. So, you know, Josh, any other key takeaways that anybody should have for Amazon attribution? The the last thing I would add is exactly what Joe just said. There's with the ability to test multiple channels as, as a paid media specialist or a PPC expert, however you want to label yourself, you're, you're a scientist at the end of the day, and you, you need to test as multiple different channels to see what works the best because mailing might work well for you. Email list might work for, well for you. Facebook might work well for you. And that there's just something that needs to be looked at over time. Yeah. Yeah. And then one final piece that I'd add to is, you know, as we look at really establishing brands for the long term, like sponsored ads has just become a have to do at this point. And so now it's starting to really look at these other channels that you can implement to give yourself a leg up against the competition. And so DSP is definitely one as we go, but there's also a lot of like ranking benefits with driving other people offsite through attribution and driving more sales volume, which will help. And so even with, it, it can help with that initial sale, bringing people in or driving them into the funnel, but it can also help with organic rank overall if you're driving more of that sales volume and pushing you up in the organic rank. And so this is another tool that we wanted to talk through. It's one that we're definitely adding to our arsenal and we're constantly looking at expanding to other channels too. So we can just become that premier agency for e-commerce brands. So yeah, overall really excited. And Josh, it was awesome to have you on the show. Thanks for walking us through Amazon attribution. And if you want to get in contact with Josh or I, feel free to reach out on LinkedIn, come to the website. We can definitely be happy to chat more about Amazon attribution as a whole. So Josh, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Happy to be here. Yeah. And for anybody else who's listening, as always, really appreciate you joining the show. If you're listening on an iPhone and can leave us a quick review, that would be amazing. And as always, uh, we'll see you on the next episode. 